Discerning Hearts presents A Lenten Reflection by Dr. Anthony Lillis Lent, St. Bernard's Vision of Humility and Pride We waste a lot of time thinking something is owed us. We brood over injury. We are not self-contained. Lent helps us remember the real truth about ourselves and our situation. The wisdom of the saints, like St. Bernard, helps us see our actual situation. His teachings suggest that we can be free of brooding and find a new kind of self-possession when we allow the Lord to preoccupy us with his immeasurable love. We are in fact loved so much more than we deserve. But we can only see this as God leads us out of ourselves and into Him. For St. Bernard, conversion happens when we allow God's love for us to create a constantly expanding desire for Him in our hearts. We allow God to stir this growing desire whenever we act on what God's love prompts us to do in our hearts. Growing in love in this way is infallible because God's desire for our conversion never changes. The result is, as we desire God more, our freedom to act and to love grows even stronger. This next statement is a little paradoxical. Our freedom reaches its fullness in mature humility. The paradox resolves itself at least partially if we bear in mind well, the only kind of freedom St. Bernard believes in, the freedom to love. Mature humility is like a mountaintop of self-possession or self-containment for St. Bernard. Love demands this kind of self-containment because to really love freely takes the full force of our being. In mature humility, the soul rests content in God's bountiful love. It is a strange contentment because it demands constant vigilance, ongoing conversion. St. Bernard calls this spiritual warfare. It involves a constant struggle against our former way of life against the gravitational pull of our big fat ego. Another way he looks at it is that this kind of contentment to be sustained in the Lord must keep vigil against the movements of pride. For those who want to climb to union with God, St. Bernard teaches that there is one great truth of which we must come to complete acceptance. In his Ladder of Pride, he explains how we constantly work to fully accept God's love for us. This love is not commensurate with anything we think we have done to earn it. The moment we start thinking that we are owed something is the exact instant we climb the Ladder of Pride and fall out of the heights of humility. There are probably a lot of people who think that this is psychologically unhealthy to think about they would probably conjecture that any awareness one has of being loved 
more than he deserves is really just poor self-esteem. But humility is the virtue that regulates self-esteem. It is singularly unhealthy to esteem oneself more or less than the truth about who one is. St. Bernard would say that, in truth, each one of us is uncommonly loved by God, even though we have done nothing to deserve such love. We do not know why we are loved this way, but we are, in all our unworthiness. It is humility to accept this. Paradoxically, progress is made in the spiritual life through the growing awareness of our unworthiness in the face of God's incalculable love. In the heights of humility, however, we must fight against one uncharitable preoccupation which, while not seeming to be vicious, can utterly destroy our ability to learn to love. He calls it curiosity, but what he means seems to be closer to ambition. Biblically, it is the pursuit of making a name for oneself. Think of the Tower of Babel or the history of Israel. The ambition to lord over others or to draw attention to oneself always leads away from God. For St. Bernard, pride begins with the way we look at our brothers and sisters, and it ends in a total rejection of God. His bottom line is that the heights of humility are a protected place as long as we are humble in our dealings with one another. But the gravity of pride constantly pulls at us, and he explains, this pull can only be resisted through prayer, fasting, and the humble acceptance of those trials which come our way. Prayer, fasting, and the acceptance of trial helps us realize that our true value is in God's love for us and in his love for those he has entrusted to us. Real self-esteem is rooted in this realization our lives are meant to co-inhere, to co-inhere in God and to co-inhere in one another. This means the joys and sorrows of God and my brother and my sister belong to me are the proper place for my heart to dwell. Preoccupation with making a name for myself takes my heart out of this kind of self-possession. For St. Bernard, the self does not fully exist isolated from God or from others. The self, the human I, ought to be in communion with God and others, or it is less than itself. Thus to be self-contained means for St. Bernard that our only concern has become communion with one another in Christ. An interesting application with the observance of Lent presents itself. Traditionally, Lent is a time of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. In other posts, I hope to address the connection of St. Bernard's insight with Lent's prayer and fasting. Here, just a word on almsgiving, which is not unconnected with the importance of bearing trials that come our way. 
in giving alms to those who in desperate need. We are really doing according to St. Bernard's perspective. We are containing ourselves in a very small way. Our gift is a kind of sharing in the struggles of our brothers and sisters. Think of the poor plight of those in Chile or Haiti or the homeless mentally ill on our own streets. Their sufferings are always connected to us because of who they are. And humility, knowing the truth about ourselves and how we are connected to them, does not afford us the luxury of ignoring their plight. Their plight is ours. And for St. Bernard, to see it any other way is just pride. For more from Dr. Anthony Lillis, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find them in the free Discerning Hearts app.